1: The show I'm Amanda Seals, and it is September 27th. It is the National Day of Forgiveness. Mm, okay, does anybody here have anyone they want to forgive? Jeremiah, like the Bible, TJ, Supreme, <laughs> anybody that y'all want to forgive?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna forgive myself. Sometimes you gotta forgive yourself. What they say, self love is the best love. <laughs> when they say, what they say, you, you do. You only, you do the things you do with the best of the knowledge you have at that moment. So sometimes you look back and was like, why did I do that? You're like, well, that's where I was at that second. I know more now, so I would do do something different. So let's let's go with that. How about you?
1: Um, I... And no, I'm not gonna forgive nobody because everybody I have an issue with, I feel like that is where it needs to stay. Uh, the I forgiveness that, thing that black people love to do. I know there's this idea, there's this like concept that people say, like, no, you have to forgive to like free it from your heart. But I feel like it ain't really in my heart. It's just orbiting, it's like orbiting so that. <laughs> If I ever forget, it's like oh no, it's right here. Don't forget that. Don't forget like that. But I feel like the forgiveness maybe is like when you're holding on to like bitterness or anger. You know what? Like I forgive my ex. Like I don't hold any bitterness or anger towards him. I feel like you know he's just another example of hurt people hurt people. And it's it's just kind of like I, like I don't take I don't take our breakup or anything personal. I just feel like people don't make personal decisions to like deal with their trauma. And, and so you can't kind of be mad at that.
2: Forgiveness in a sense where it's kind of like, I acknowledge that it's almost like, um, they can have like grace or empathy for someone versus being like- Yeah, it's compassion.
1: Them. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. you know, like I forgive my mom for just being emotionally unavailable, but it doesn't mean that you have to accept further treatment. Like you can that's forgive true. them for they know not what they, it's like, forgive them father, for they know not what they do kind of thing. Mm. Right? So you're not holding on. It's like, you're not taking it personal. You're just like, I'm just not taking it no more. Right. Happy National Day of Forgiveness! (laughs) All right. Uh, What do we got coming up on the show today?
2: Well, later today, we're going to talk about Leslie Jones of SNL. She says Planned Parenthood saved her life. Also, Angelica Ross from... American Horror Story post says she's leaving Hollywood and we'll tell you why but this hour the mayor of Dallas has flipped parties y'all I ain't know you can even do that but apparently you can also 50 Cent is expanding his portfolio and starting a new business it ain't another power book y'all it's a a different
1: business (laughs) all that all of that I saw 50 Cent in a they had like a photo shoot of like him like taking pictures with like a meet and greet and there was like a little kid who was like eight years old and the little kid started crying like trying to take the picture because he's like left. He was like, I love you so much but the little kid was dressed in a bulletproof vest oh. with like a do-rag and a hat to the back and it was just like <laughs> there's so much really going durag. on here <laughs> but 50 was like very you know like soft with him you know and like took the pictures and for all the BS of 50 Cent let me just tell you I've only known 50 Cent in like professional settings but he has Mm -hmm. always been like a real stand-up like no problems guy in a professional setting like he's like coming around shaking everybody's hand like really perfect like really and i don't mean professional like cold but just like like what are we doing how are we getting it done okay cool Mm -hmm. cool cool but apparently that's not the case anymore but that was my experience back in the day so anywho um right here we have the group chat coming up this uh this t- this Thursday this week we're talking about being back in these streets y'all after a breakup if you follow me on Instagram at Amanda Seals that you, that you know that last week was my like okay I'm back outside and your girl's gone back inside uh, from now on when I go back outside I will I'll just be in a sleeping bag because <laughs> I, it's it's a mess out here so I would love to hear y'all's back outside stories hit me up one 855 8 that's one 855 262 we'll be right back it's the Amanda Seals show don't go anywhere <laughs> Y'all see Amanda seal show. I'm Amanda Seals. It's time to get into some black, you're it news. Okay, Dallas. Uh. <laughs> so, Mayor Johnson, a black man, wrote an op ed for the Wall Street Journal explaining his decision to leave the Democratic Party and jump to the Republican Party. After he was elected. Someone mm-hmm. research for me. He was elected like four months ago or something. So that information should be here. It's not here. But how long ago was he elected? Can y'all find that out for me, please? Um, he claims that it's because of Democratic policies and positions like attempts to end cash bail that make cities unsafe and in Republican and in need of Republican leadership. Now. First of all, just for what it's worth, cash bail does not necessarily make cities unsafe. What makes cities unsafe is the fact that one, these police are given just full reign to do whatever they want. Cash mm-hmm. bail should not be applied to nonviolent crimes. Period. If someone is not a, 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 a if someone is not a um, threat to society in a violent way, then why right, should right. he? Why should they, would well, not he, why should they have to sit in jail uh, because can't campaign, let's not, never forget Khalif Browder died because he committed suicide after the horrors that he experienced while stuck on Rikers Island, okay? And not being able to meet $300 bill. So anywho, uh, but the bigger question, not bigger question, but the, the question here though is, why is this okay? If a politician gets in office based mm-hmm. on being aligned with a particular party and a particular line of values. Mm-hmm. Why should they be able to just switch parties? Now, some have said that he has been a coon. Okay. That he's, he's been on that <laughs> ride. It's just that he couldn't get, um, he just couldn't get, elected as a Republican. And so he went over here. There's also some thoughts that he is, you know, trying to become a senator. And so he needs to like pony up to um, Governor Greg Abbott. But I would love to hear from you all. Like, how would you feel if you voted someone into office and then they flipped parties? Now, Governor Greg Abbott, Hot Wheels, Texas, said Texas is getting more red every day. Dallas Mayor Eric Johnson switches to Republican Party. He's pro-law enforcement and won't tolerate leftist agendas. Two of the 10 largest cities in America now have Republican mayors and they are both in Texas. Let me just say this. So I, I pro-law enforcement is never a sign of, oh, like, this is somebody who cares. This is somebody nope. who's, who's really down for us in a real nope. way. Now, if you are, so let's start there. Now, right now we have Joe Biden who is pro-law enforcement, the thing is, though, is that these people be pro-law enforcement and pro-racism and, mm-hmm. pro- right? So, like, at least <laughs> Joe Biden is like, he pro-law enforcement, but then, like, he be doing other things that are actually good. On right. this case, it is, for real deal, like, your mans is absolutely saying that we just need to police these black people more, and then that would be that. So, give me a call, one eight five five 855 amanda 8 That's one 262 6328 you- Real quick, Amanda, too.
2: Well, you asked that he was elected originally in 2019, but was reelected in May 2023 with 98.7% of the vote, apparently. So
1: So. he got 98.7% of the vote. And so someone here said, Amanda, I have vowed not to vote until there is a black people bill. You think that is smart. That is not smart. I'm on Instagram live right now. And someone just said that and thought that that was like some radical way to do things. I don't know why y'all think that not voting. Exactly. That my cat accidentally pressed that button, the law and order button, but it's real. I don't know why y'all think that not voting is somehow some sign of your power. It is the exact opposite. It is the exact opposite. Like, I just can't, I can't understand that. Then you have people say, well, both sides, both sides. We have to be conscious of what is happening right now. Okay. Mm Right now, y'all have taken back people who have stole money from you, beat you, cheated on you. You have taken them back and given them a second chance. But y'all be acting like politicians and government cannot grow or change or shift. Get your mind in line. We are on a path. We are not voting for a person. We're voting for a path. And for anyone out here who thinks that not voting is somehow some radical effect that you're going to have, you don't matter in that way. You matter as a part of the community, not as an individual. And the sooner you all start to think about that, the sooner we will get some change. Y'all got me fired up today. All right. What do you think about the mayor of Dallas? flipping from Democrat to Republican. one 855 8 That's one 855 Let me change my energy because my meditation this morning was nobody is going to disrupt my peace today. Mm. Nobody is going to disrupt my peace today 50 Cent Nobody. however is expanding his business today And we're going to talk about it when we get back Right here to the Amanda Seals Show The Amanda Seals Show We up, we up, we up Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show I'm Amanda Seals This is uh, Black Here at News Let's get into it Curtis, 50 Cent, Jackson Do you say 50 or 50? Because I accidentally say 50 I say 50 Yeah, I think it's just (laughs) learned. Uh, So 50 Cent Jackson is continuing to expand his business portfolio. And according to reports, he's planning to (laughs) open the strip club in Detroit because that's what Detroit needs. That that is what Detroit needs. 50 has a new location. It's actively looking to hire staff jobs, y'all. He's creating jobs. And um, I, I have I don't have 21 questions, but I do have a number of inquiries about this so <laughs> let's let's get into it um will we find him in the club i think with so. A, with a bottle full of <laughs> i i don't know you know will he be hanging upside down rapping a lot Bowl. i yeah, think so
2: yeah, okay yeah. okay
1: uh will he have a solo act uh because we know that he's got upper body strength so that's, that's, and he does have a, he does have bra strap tank tops. So what he's, about choreography? That's important. I'm not as concerned <laughs> of the choreo, but I know that if he wanted to get on the pole, he has the arm strength to do it.
2: I just um, thought about this meme that said how like male shippers are so unserious because they'll be like in a G string and Timberland boots. And it's like, yes, male shippers do be in
1: a G string and Timberland boots because they want you to know, <laughs> like, I'm still, I'm still a working man. <laughs> Right. So, another question. Um, is Power and BMF always playing on the screens, right? Because we want to mm. know. We want to know. Uh, I would like to know, will any of the dancers be dancing to the remix of the Power theme song? Because I feel like it might We're. get the same response that it got when, when we heard We're it. We, we hated it. We hated it.
2: A man, hell.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's Right, like he didn't run to Europe because of sexual assault charges. He ran to Europe because everyone said, please do not ever sing the power theme song again, Trey Songz. Um, will Eminem be the manager? I mean, is it going to be, uh, you know, as uh, adjacent or uh, will their proximity be to a, a 8 Mile? We don't know.
2: Mm, mm, we don't know. Question. It's the Some
1: possible names for the strip club. <clears throat> Clearly, obviously, first one, the candy shop. Candy
2: that's perfect. Shop. that's perfect. I love that one.
1: Uh, another option? Many men. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there will be many men that will be <clears> independent <attendance, throat> so okay, okay.
1: Many men. Uh, another option, window shopper. Which, honestly, you know, that's... that's, Ooh, someone said, F these celebrities. And you know what? You can get right off of my Instagram Live. Mm -mm. Come on here talking BS, and then you didn't like my response, and now it's F these celebrities. All right, we got 21 (laughs) questions as another name for the club. Here's the thing. I just feel like there's so many opportunities with all this money to open Mm. spaces that can be empowering, enlightening, like we're in a we're in a, a nation right now where we are seeing so much effort to really roll back time really like diminish mm-hmm. education opportunities, so I hope that for every strip club that 50 Cent opens, he also opens a learning center Well you know,
2: the politicians being in the strip clubs, maybe this is like a, a a backdoor plan to get to the politicians through the places they already at like you know, it's, it's real, okay. it's, it's real.
1: That's a it's very obvious that's a very optimistic point of view. Create a strip club as a space for politicians to go to to then talk to them about policy. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe, maybe there's a master plan that, that I don't know. I what don't know. know. What do you do y'all have any thoughts about 50 Cent opening a strip club in D? Hit me up, 1855 Amanda 8 That's 1855-262-6328. We'll be right back to listen, laugh, and learn with 60-second headlines on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals show it's Amanda Seals here and it is time to get into 60 second headlines Jeremiah I like the bible tell them what it is
2: all right earlier this week Alabama representative Terry Se- Sewell reintroduced the John R. Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act of 2023 named in honor of the late George representative to restore and modernize the protection of Voting Rights Act of 1965.
1: Uh, I actually met Alabama Representative Terry Sewell when I was at the Congressional Black Caucus and uh, I went to their Alabama party. Um, She was lovely. And I'm really glad to see that she is reintroducing this voting rights amendment because as we learned in my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust, the Voting Rights Act of 1965 was gutted in 2000 by the Supreme Court and so the it needs to be repaired. Um, and it was also gutted further in 2013 with Shelby County versus Holder and it gutted pre-clearance from the law. So it required states and counties with a history of racial discrimination to obtain federal approval to change voting rules. And then that removed that. So now they just get to go back to being racist. And Alabama knows about that.
2: (laughs) They do. All right, next up, we got Spelman College has been ranked the top HBCU in the nation for the 17th year in a row. Howard is number two,
1: Spelman, congrats. Spelman has been ranked top HBCU in the nation. Rounding out the top 10 HBCUs are, in no particular order, Howard University, (laughs) Florida A&M, Tuskegee, Morehouse, Xavier, Hampton, North Carolina A&T and Claflin. That Mm. is an HBCU that I've never heard of. Where's Claflin?
2: South Carolina. It's like near uh, SC State and all those other colleges. Um, Next up, the Biden administration has began the process of removing medical bills from people's credit scores. The move will create an opportunity to improve millions of ratings across America.
1: So Kamala Harris says the measures will improve the credit scores of millions of Americans so that they will better be able to invest in their future. This is an example of uh, a policy that is not necessarily only for black people, but that will 100% affect black folks more than anybody mm-hmm. else. The removal of medical bills from people's credit scores. We already know credit scores are racist. So in my opinion, any efforts to be able to correct credit scores um, is an is an effort that is gonna really be very helpful to our community.
2: Yes, also the Wizards is back, Amanda, and Comment and rapper MC Light, were both rappers, will serve as co-producers of the upcoming stage revival.
1: Yes. uh, I've been seeing the rehearsals. I've been seeing like folks that were casted. I I know like Avery um, Wilson 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 is is in that. And uh, it looks like it's going to be really exciting. It's just dope to see that we have these like classic plays and musicals that just Mm -hmm. never go away because pearly, Mm -hmm. uh, which was uh, a production that I was famously in in Dr. Phillips High School's um, 1999 Mm -hmm. uh, performance with uh, Michael Scott, who is currently playing the genie in Aladdin on Broadway, Um, pearly. It's also being re- revived right now with uh, Leslie Odom, and oh. uh, Pearly was originally with um, who was originally in Pearly Ossie Davis and oh, and and know. and Melba Moore. Look
2: at great. the greats, the greats, and lastly with the not so greats. Fox News Sean Hannity will moderate a debate between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and California Governor Gavin Newsom. So
1: the fact that Gavin Newsom <laughs> is doing a debate is like. With Ron DeSantis. You know why this has to happen? Because if Joe Biden did a debate with Governor Ron DeSantis, it would be like legitimizing Ron DeSantis. Right. And it's like, you don't, you don't deserve to debate the president, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, and not because I think Biden is, is some like, you know, example of a shining beacon of light, but like you are the devil. (laughs) So I'm just saying, Newsom is my guy. Newsom is my guy. He gonna eat him up. Those are your 60 second headlines right here. Keep it locked to the Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. Give us a call one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Let's go to the phone lines. Hi
4: Amanda, and Jeremiah. I heard what you were saying about you know our first vice president lady camilla basically she comes off for lack of a better expression whitewash she's very Mm. generic um she's very corporate in her presentation um and very very particular about what she says where Mm. i think it's more than being organic i think that you know for lack of a better expression She's operated in a safe space and operated in the way of clipping her words because she's used to white corporate America. And um, I don't know if that also plays out with having her husband and what world that she involves herself in. I know she went to Howard. She also is AKA, but you know, sometimes folks are raised in certain environments, in certain situations, and that's just how they present organically. So what you may be seeing is her organically, but who knows?
1: I feel you. I mean, listen, I think saying that Kamala has like a whitewashed corporate energy is accurate. I, I think there's something to be said about just her demeanor that does come from having to be in these positions and she Mm. said safe spaces but these are actually the most unsafe spaces (laughs) for a black woman so she's definitely had to be buttoned up all I'm saying is is that at this point um you know there really is a necessity for her to just unbutton the top button Right.
2: And that's not even just her, though. That's I thought like people have that critique for all politicians. <laughs> but since you're representing us, we really want it more. Like, yeah. even people feel the same with, like, Joe Biden. It's like, you're too, like, I'm Joe Biden. Like, no, get in there and rough some people up for the people. Do it for the people.
1: Do it for the people. All right. Well, we're going to keep doing it for the people right here. Remember to give us a call. one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Y'all, our group chat Thursday topic of the week is, are you back in the streets have you had any thoughts about it? Like I shared last week on my Instagram that I was back in the streets and I went back into my house because I realized that the streets out here look crazy. If you have any stories, any commentary about being single out here and what it's like, please give me a call. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming up in the next hour, we got more Black Blackheart news. A new study reveals that over half of workers are unhappy at work. That's a new study? Uh we got the big up let down as well. So keep it like right here to listen, laugh, and learn to the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We up.
5: Are-
1: if it's your birthday and also happy birthday to- I did not know that these two people shared a birthday but Lil Weezy and Trick Daddy
2: that's very what's the word is it you, ubiquitous the word that my, my, might not be the word but it's very interesting that those two have the same birthday it's very similar energy in different ways very
1: similar energy from those two yes very similar energy so not surprised uh, so happy birthday to those brothers uh, what do we got coming up this hour coming up this hour we're going to talk about a new study that reveals that half
2: of all workers are apparently unhappy at work y'all also angelica ross from *Unposed* um, and american horror story is leaving hollywood and we'll tell you why plus today's big up let down big up to usher and it's not about the super bowl y'all we did that already we did it already
1: Another big up to Usher. We love it. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts. You don't have to just listen on the radio. You can listen via podcast. Also, don't forget to tune into the latest episode of my Small Doses podcast, Side Effects of Nice Guys. That's what we're talking about this week. Side effects of nice guys, okay? Because I feel like the guys I hear really with this whole, like, women don't like nice guys. Let's break this down, okay? Let's break it down. You can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Also, the visuals will premiere tomorrow on YouTube and Man Sales TV. Uh, also want to remind you, we're going to get into our group chat topic of the week, talking about being back in these streets after a breakup. What have you experienced? I want to know. Calm me up. We got more Blackheart news when we get back. Keep it locked. Before we get into Black Current News, I want to remind you, if you have not checked out my political comedy documentary, In Amanda We Trust, you can get it at InAmandabetrust.com. Or if you are in Washington, D.C. on Saturday, October 7th, you can come and see it live. Yes, I will be doing a live streaming along with political trivia and stand up and a Q&A at the Because They're Funny Festival. It's going down 1 p.m. at the Union Stage at the Wharf in Washington, D.C. Get your tickets at becausethey'refunny.com. I want to see y'all there. This is the beginning of a long year of voter education. And I would love to be able to start that with y'all in D.C. on uh, October 7th. If you didn't get a chance to see the screening prior, here's a chance that you can get to. All right. All right. Let's get into this. Even in the modern remote to hybrid work environment, a new study has revealed that more than half of workers are unhappy at work. The results of the study have led researchers to encourage employers to shift their work dynamics so that employees have a better work experience, which can lead to better productivity. Um, I think that's interesting because I don't think that employers for the most part in corporate settings have any clue <laughs> where to start with that no. because the goal of their job is not necessarily to care. Like right. that hasn't been a part of their actual, mm-hmm. like, job description to care. Their job description Mm -hmm. is to get the most out of these employees. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately they don't connect the two. Like maybe if my employees have more morale that or higher morale, they'll be able to do more. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, people have asked me what my best job experience was, and I will always say it was working at the Canyon Road restaurant on 2nd (laughs) Avenue on 77th and 2nd in uh, New York City. Um, I was a hostess and it was really just a great time. Like it was a you know why? Because everybody who worked there was like there by choice.
2: Okay. mm hmm
1: you know, a lot of the times we're working in environments where people are there because they have to be, you know, mm-hmm. because they need to pay, you know, they got to pay for their bills or they just got to mm-hmm. pay their kids and, you know, pay for their kids or, you know, whatever the case. But it was like, even though this wasn't, even though it was a restaurant, like it was a career choice, mm-hmm. like the the waiters there had been there for like eight years, 15 years. Like, I mean, they had been there for like a whole lifetime of sorts. So, there was a peace, there was a peacefulness, um, mm. at that job. And as, as for, for me coming into that position as a young person in college, like I actually really just thrived in the, the family camaraderie
2: That's energy of it. Cool. I was working there
1: on the heels of like being asked to leave the conservatory of arts and film, which is where I thought I was going to get <laughs> family and camaraderie.
2: What I was going to say, I think it's interesting because I'm sure people look at your resume and will think that, oh, it's these big jobs. I'm like, no, it's actually work at the restaurant with with the regular people,
1: with the regular folks. I mean, the other part of it, too, was while I was there, it's like you also saw that you could have management that knew how Mm. to manage, but Mm -hmm. that you could also like have a kinship with. Right. And I think that really helped me as I got older and being able to manage uh, working relationships and professional relationships with people where you can have a personal exchange and also have a respectful change of the professionalism. I think that's very Mm -hmm. difficult for a lot of people. They don't know how to have the two. Like once they have been in a familiarity with that person, they start to feel like, Oh, now when that person addresses me in a professional fashion or when they correct me as a professional fashion, it's like, Oh, I I can't deal with this. And so that really was a space where they really kind of taught me that, and it's really been effective for me uh, throughout just like my career. But I also remember that they looked out for me. And when you have people look out for you, it also changes it too, because them which white ladies would be on my head when they didn't get their <laughs> table and they would be acting up. They would be acting up. And Halbert Hernandez was not having it. Like he was not letting them come from my neck. He was like, ma'am, ma'am, the table is not available. And that was absolutely unacceptable. Please leave.
2: Restaurants. restaurants I ain't for the fate of heart Restaurants
1: <laughs> Hit me up I would love to hear from you guys What is your happiest job experience? I know that we talk about negative all the time But I would love to hear your happiest job experience Also because that would help people be able to say Oh, okay, maybe that's something I can implement In my workplace mm-hmm. Or, you know, for those For both employers and employees So give me a call 1-855-AMANDA-8 That's 1-855-262-6328 What was your best job experience and why? We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show Keep it locked The Amanda Seal Show we up, we up, we are It's the Amanda Seals Show I'm Amanda Seals And it's time for more Black Urant News uh, So actor Angelica Ross Of Pose An American Horror Story She's actually been commenting On my page quite a bit lately She said she's leaving Hollywood After experiencing racism And transphobia I'm like well I, I hate to break it to you Angelica But <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely Not confined to Hollywood Unless you are Going to live off the grid I uh, think that there's going to be Racism and transphobia everywhere unfortunately I mean this news comes days after she called out American Horror Story 1984 co-star Emma Roberts for misgendering her so let's listen to this audio
4: I'm standing in front of Emma talking to her like this and she's you know she's in front of me her back against the mirror She goes, John, Angelica's being, Angelica's being mean. And he goes, and I know she's being, you know, she's not being for real, for real. She's just being whatever. And, and John is like, okay, ladies, you know, that's enough. Let's, you know, like get back to work. And she then looks at me and she goes, she goes, don't you mean lady? And she turns around like this. And covers her mouth and goes back here, but can't see. I'm looking at her dead ass in the camera. Like, what the f- did you just say?
1: She got to fight her. <laughs> she got to fight her. There, there, she had to fight her. That's the only option. That's the only option, Angelica, What are we even talking about? Don't let these people run you out of Hollywood. You got. You just got to fight her. That's it. What? what? She- Get her kicked off the god dang show. You know this is. That is akin, that is akin to Erica Mena, Colin. she,
2: She did say in that live now, other people had, I guess Emma had other bad behavior in the show. And when people addressed it, they got in trouble versus Emma. So I think that she said that's part of the reason why she didn't know what to do. She like, every time something happens with this girl and people bring it up, they get in trouble, even though she's the one in the wrong. So if I'm a black trans woman, what footing do I have to address something that's blatantly transphobic
1: she's got a fighter i mean <laughs> I, the, I, I, it's like people are not getting punched in the face anymore and that's like a big problem <laughs> i have been punched in the face and it was i only needed it to happen one time i didn't even deserve it but i got punched in the face i only need that happen one time it is always conscious it is always conscious in my consciousness that that could happen now apparently um Angelica said that Emma called to apologize to her in private, but I just feel like that's not like a real apology. Like, get out of here. I've had them situations. I had somebody come out their whole entire face at me on the reel, And then they were told to apologize. And then, you know, they came and apologized. And It was just like, I mean, I guess, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is not... I'm not responding to this the way that you want me to because you did not come to this on your own fruition. So, I right. promise you that she was told you better go apologize to her because they don't want no fights on the set. They don't want bows thrown. Nonetheless, um, you know, I hope this is more so just like a frustrated, fleeting moment because like I said, unfortunately, th- we're facing this everywhere and I know mm-hmm. to be a trans person, it's even uh, it's magnified even greater. Mm-hmm. But at the very least You are doing a thing you love And so it helps to have balance Sometimes I think um, So we'll see how How that goes I will say this People need to apologize louder Than they did the infraction mm-hmm. And um, that that is very rare That is very rare So there's that Anywho uh, Shout out to Angelica Ross I'd love to get her on the show Actually you know what She should come on the podcast And talk about this Let me hit her up Angelica girl. She going to have time cuz she said she don't want to do <laughs> it. No 1855-8 that's 1855 262 6328 We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal show. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big up, let down. On the Amanda Seal show. Up,
6: big up, Let down. Up, big up, Let down. Let down.
1: Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is the Big Up Let Down. All right, y'all. Today's big up, big up. goes to Usher. U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. Now, baby, tell me, what, what would you like to do? Uh, during a recent concert, Gabrielle Union and D-Wade were in the audience. Usher goes to serenade Gabrielle. And then this happens. Oh,
5: care you know this
1: is the way wait i ain't i we love it shout out to usher having fun while being careful and respectful with people's ladies at his show today's let down all right it goes to the ticket resellers Because they drove ticket prices up for tours by artists like Beyonce, Drake, Taylor Swift, and 21 Savage to Mm -hmm. an astronomical amount, y'all. Resale prices reached over 1,000 for Taylor Swift, around 900 for Beyonce, and over 800 for Drake and 21 Savage. In response to this, the IRS has introduced a new law that will address the issue of resale ticket prices. And apparently they will target ticket resellers who make over $600 from high profile events. So it's called the American Rescue Plan Act and it will require sellers to pay taxes on their profits. (laughs) I don't even know why that wasn't the case. Why would you not be paying taxes on profit? We pay taxes on anything that we make and intake. So if they're taking Mm -hmm. in profit, why are they not? That's odd to me. I don't know. That was really like, hmm... So that is something that you should be careful for. Also, just something to be watchful about. You'll be like, oh, let me, I want to go to this concert. You'll Google it. The first thing that comes up, you just click on it. But baby, that first thing that came up is nine times out of 10, not the actual ticket price. Like that is a reseller, like StubHub or one of these other places. Uh So just Uh be mindful about that. Also, sometimes when you're on Ticketmaster, you're like, oh, like, look at this ticket. Why is this ticket so much? Someone is reselling that ticket. So what happens is people will buy up all the tickets and then mm-hmm. Ticketmaster allows you to resell the ticket. But baby, Ticketmaster gets a cut of that resell. So it's mm-hmm. not just the person reselling the ticket that gets the cut, Ticketmaster get the cut. That's why they're all shady and ultimately start going to shows in backyards if you really want to be for the people. Okay, that's our big up letdown. Let's go to the phone lines when we get back. Also, want to remind you, if you are in Washington, D.C. on October 7th, you can come and check out a live screening of my political comedy documentary, In a Man- Amanda, we trust. I will be at the Because They're Funny Festival October 7th on Saturday, 1 p.m. at the Union Stage on the Wharf. And I'll be doing the screening. We'll be doing some political trivia and stand-up comedy. you get some free stuff that I'm giving away. Also, we're going to have a Q&A. So be able to ask me some questions. I'll be able to tell you some things. That thing. So hit me up uh, at the amandaseals.com website and you can go to your tickets right there or you can go to becausethey'refunny.com. So I will hope to see D.C., out there October 7th y'all I hope to see you there y'all never let me down so I know you're not going to do it this time alright let's get into it we got more show for you the Amanda Seal show we up we up we up
3: McDonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy juicy fried chicken buttery bun unmatched pickle to chicken ratio
1: Hey, Amanda Seals show I'm Amanda Seals and it is time to hit up the phone lines uh, Jeremiah tell the people where they can get the show if they missed it well if you missed any part of the show the show
2: becomes a daily podcast every single day y'all so go to wherever you get your podcast type in the Amanda Seals show to pop right on it listen to the whole show
1: alright let's go to the phone lines what's up
5: what's going on Amanda long time said and excited to be a first time listener of the show curious you mentioned you are single you lived in South Florida, New York, uh, LA, and you recently visited my city of Tennessee. Uh, for black singles, who would you say is the best city? Just curious to know your experience going into this new chapter life.
1: Um, I would say the best city for black singles is um, the city of my couch. I think that's (laughs) the best city for black singles. Thank you for calling. Um, The truth is, I don't think, I mean, I literally, my homegirl hit me this morning and she's in New York. And she was like, "Um, yeah, I I think I got to shut it down. Like a lot of women i'm not sure about men but i know a lot of cisgendered heterosexual women are really just choosing being single and this is a different thing than just being single while you're like in waiting right but because it's one thing to be like yeah i'm happily single until someone comes along it's another thing to be like i'm happily single and i do not want anyone to come along i actually (laughs) want this life that i'm living by myself um And, you know, I'm the kind of person where I think I do thrive in a in a partnership. So Mm -hmm. uh, I actually am single until. But that being said, I don't know that anyone thinks any city is good for singles at this point, because Mm -hmm. I don't think the concept of commitment um, and monogamy is as as um, at the forefront anymore. And there isn't as much that I think people are under are gaining like people don't really necessarily feel like they're gaining as much from that as they once did i think at once upon a time men had women as like property and it was an expectation that like okay if i get married i will provide for you financially and the woman's like okay you're going to provide for me safety wise and there's like Mm -hmm. a clear exchange but as we've seen gender roles shift i think a lot of folks are not able to understand like how there can be real actual value of two people beyond just those like top line cursory things but like how there's right, emotional right. strength right how there's physical mental strength and like finding finding togetherness in that and so because that isn't being cultivated culturally mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like there's a lot of folks that don't see the value in what it would mean to be in a relationship with somebody so you know you find your community another way so uh, I will be in the city of my couch <laughs> yes girl and I'm really just focusing on like friend time. You know, like I just have a really oh, beautiful group of friends, and so like it's it's crazy how once you actually are like I want to do stuff, people are like, yes, let's do stuff.
2: <laughs> They've been waiting this whole time.
1: <laughs> let's do stuff. So that's what's going down. So keep it locked. I love when y'all call up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Democrats are apparently running on abortion as a ticket. Which is something that people didn't expect. So we're going to talk about that. We also got a block quiz. It's a black pop quiz, but it is when we get back. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal show. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. Today is Wednesday, September 27th. Happy birthday to Google! Google oh. was launched on this day back in 1998. Such a random day for Google to be launched. Was it
2: a Monday in 1998? Maybe I feel like that would make more sense.
1: I guess in my mind it would be like top of the year, right? Like, so oh, like it's like, like okay, yeah, like fiscally, it's like a weird time <laughs> to do it. So I had to get I it know. out. <laughs> 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 um, before we go further I want to remind y'all that I will be in Washington DC on October 7th screening my political comedy documentary In Amanda We Trust and I would love for you all to join me so we'll be have, we'll be there at the screening we're also going to do some political comedy uh, also some political trivia where you all can win some fun stuff and there'll be a Q&A so I'm there for y'all and I hope y'all will be there for me at the Because They're Funny Festival this is Saturday, October 7th at 1 p.m union stage, The Wharf. All right. So make sure that you go wherever you uh, get your tickets at for Because They're Funny, or you can go to AmandaSeals.com. All right. We got more for you. We'll be right back at the Amanda Seals show. Actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. What do we have more for them?
2: (laughs) Well, coming up, we got to talk about Democrats are running on abortion everywhere, even in Kentucky, a red state. Also, Leslie Jones of SNL says that Planned Parenthood saved her life. We also got a block quiz. We're going to take some more calls coming up this hour.
1: everybody shout out to the folks who are joining us today remember uh you can hit us up 1-855 amanda 8 that's 1-855-262-6328 i've been talking about how just abysmal it is out here in these streets we had a caller last hour who asked like okay amanda you're single now like which is the best city uh to be single in and i think it's the city of your couch but i would love to hear anyone <laughs> who has their stories
2: <laughs> i thought it was going to this channel. stories me, of
1: being out in the streets. I would love to hear y'all hit me up. one 855 eight. That's one 262 6328 I can tell y'all one of my stories. I'll actually, you know what? I'll tell y'all my, my industry story when we do the group chat Thursday topic tomorrow. All right, uh, let's keep it going. Democrats are running on abortion everywhere, even in Kentucky the investment in abortion rights messaging comes after the Dems have seen the issue deliver for them electric uh, electorally again and again, especially after a blowout victory in conservative leaning Ohio in a war over abortion rash just last month. Just a side note, by the way, it was wild to see that there was a judge in Ohio who basically ruled that there was never an abortion ban in Ohio, that the original law that they were trying to use to call to like base a new abortion ban in Ohio, she was like, "This, mm-hmm. yeah, this law is not valid because they didn't even say the word abortion in the law." <laughs> oh, see, so she was like, ah, "Not Gotta. too fast." But as we get closer to election season, we know that every campaign needs good marketing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we know that the Democrats have been terrible, <laughs> terrible. At marketing, So we are going to give them some ideas, right? Jeremiah, like the Bible. We got campaign ideas. Yes. Um, so if they're going to lean into abortion as like, this is what we're going to ride out with, then mm-hmm. here's some ideas for merch. If you can't feed the baby, then don't have the baby. Yeah, People don't yeah. know this is a Michael Jackson lyric. <laughs> this is a Michael Jackson lyric. Is this Billie Jean? If you can't feed uh, the baby. No, it's what I'm saying. If, was, if you can't be feed the baby. <laughs> They don't have the baby.
2: Where he says like a bunch of random just lines.
1: Um, "Want to be starting something" is definitely one of those songs where you're like, "Was it? Was it Coke?"
2: <laughs> because he was in he got the booth.
1: Mama say, "Mama say, Mama say, like, All right, next slogan. Y'all all was at Plan A but vote blue to keep plan. Wait, I, I flubbed it. I flubbed it. <laughs> You'll always have plan A, but vote blue to keep plan B.
2: <laughs> I like that one. Cause you always need a plan I like that. B.
1: I would even like say, you know, um, the B in plan B is for blue.
2: Oh, that's a good one. No, just
1: another, yeah, that's another, uh, another that's one. one. Uh, so for campaign ads, we have seen that there have been a lot of examples where like Trump and these people be using songs and the artists be mm-hmm. like, don't use my song. Don't use my song. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think they're going to have a problem. City high with the Dems using. <laughs> what would you do?
2: <laughs> what would you do
1: if they're going to do abortion as their platform? <laughs> what would you do if you home? Come come two, pump <laughs> Whatever happened to City High? Didn't she have a child with one of them? Or was she just dating them?
2: I think dating. Oh, did she have a baby that was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor? Because they were home.
1: Oh, was that the lyric? What would you do if your child's at home crying all alone on the bedroom the floor?
2: Because yeah. he's hungry. And the yeah. only way that feed yeah. him for his man, the mom to go out and do some crazy stuff, essentially. That's the only way she can feed him.
1: <sighs> Dang. Um, there's also the words of Digital Underground Do what you like. <laughs> And what do what you like says is that you can do what you like because guess Mm. what? There are options if things go left. You know, the reality is that when it comes to abortion, there are far more reasons to have abortion simply than just because you accidentally got pregnant. Right. There's like Mm. many, many more reasons. Uh, Mm. But ultimately, we do as humans have hormones we do desire sexual pleasure and exchanges and there should be in our advancements of technology options to not have to be stuck in a situation where your desire for sex now somehow informs your ability to parent mm. those two things are not aligned nope. and this this there's a Silly notion that just because you're having sex, you want to be a parent or you can be a good parent. And the two things are you're not even driven by the two things (laughs) the same way in your body. So there's that. Uh, But anyways, we think this could actually be helpful for the Democrats. In the past few weeks, incumbent Governor Andy Beshear, uh, a Democrat in Kentucky, has turned the issue into a centerpiece of his campaign against his opponent, Republican Attorney General Daniel Cameron. Remember the coon who Mm -hmm. didn't indict. The cops mm-hmm. who murdered Breonna Taylor. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one. And shout out to Until Freedom and Tamika uh, um, Mallory because they are out in Kentucky actively canvassing to prevent Daniel Cameron from winning that governorship. All right, hit me up, one amanda 8 That's one 855 we are going to actually keep this going because Leslie Jones says Planned Parenthood saved her life. So we'll get into it when we get back. Keep it locked. The Amanda Steele Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. Uh, So we were just talking about how the Democrats are leaning on abortion, it seems like, as like the platform to really move Mm -hmm. into this, this next round of elections with. And former SNL star, Leslie Jones, she's going out in the world right now promoting her new book. And she talks about how Planned Parenthood apparently saved her life. Uh, The book is called Leslie Effing Jones. She shares that she had three abortions at a young age and it was at Planned Parenthood where she was taught how to prevent further pregnancies and to actually take care of herself. Um, last break we talked about these democrats that are focusing on abortion rights in red states and leslie is an example of conservative hypocrisy when it comes to reproductive health and sex education because the reality is that like you can say all day long people do not have access to abortions but mm-hmm. they're also not providing any education to prevent nope. the need for an abortion <laughs> at all. And that leads me to believe that the goal is simply just to get people to have babies. So, like, sometimes... the Okay. Sometimes the craziest thing feels like that couldn't possibly be, like, the reason why (laughs) something is happening. Right, right. But sometimes if you really think about it, you're like, that's actually not the craziest thing. The fact that white people are constantly talking about this idea of a replacement theory Mm -hmm. and that they're being replaced. The fact that it shows trending that... This country is not going to be minority majority white within the right. next 40 years. Right. The fact that it has always been about white rule in this country from day one, day mm. one, it has always been about white rule in this country. Constitutionally, that has been the goal. So it actually isn't far fetched to consider the fact that they're like, we got to stop people from getting abortions because we need to make sure that we get more white babies.
2: I mean, also babies need labor. <laughs> we're in a, in a country that's built upon like people at the bottom working for people yep. at the top so you have no babies to put to labor you have no workforce
1: well that and so there you go like that takes it a step further right the concept of just having the babies isn't enough we need the babies for a particular purpose and that yeah. labor is what keeps white folks in power at the top
2: right Ooh.
1: we figured it out y'all we figured it out <laughs> hit me up one 855-82552626328. Uh I've been a supporter of planned parenthood for quite some time and that's actually where I got my first pap smear at Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood really? if you don't have access to consistent healthcare, you know, or um insurance, uh they can be, and if you're like a is. young person that's just trying to understand kind of all of this, like Planned Parenthood is trained to help give you the information that you need. And um, do so in like a compassionate, informative way. Yeah. That was, I think, one of the most unique things about Planned Parenthood, was that like, when I went there, I felt safe. I felt I safe. Judgy. I wasn't judgy. It was very much like we're trying to teach you how to understand you, because let me tell you something about these uteruses. They're pesky. They're confusing. <laughs> this whole setup down here is... <laughs> For men, y'all's is basic. It's a tonka trap. It goes up, it goes down. It's very basic, okay? But ours is an erector set. It's got to put the pieces in place or it's just not going to work. So you need some assistance. And sometimes your parents are not either able to give you that assistance, they may not be informed enough to give you that assistance, or you for may sure. not feel comfortable asking them for that assistance. So mm-hmm. hit me up, 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. When we get back, Professor Supreme! Has another block quiz. It's a Black Pop quiz, but it is when we return. Will I continue to win? I think so. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Block quiz.
5: The black quiz, it
1: is. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I am the kid in the class who was excited for a quiz. All y'all hated me. Uh, I understand. That. But guess what? We're here at my show, and so we choose to have block quizzes. It's a black pop quiz, what it is. We got our proctor. DJ Supreme here with another pop quiz. What is the theme with this block quiz?
6: Um, you know how I do it, it's a little random. You get a little of this, a little of that, you know? Just a little of this little <laughs> that. That's the theme. A little of this, a little of that. We have
1: to have a side conversation because it's I just repressive. think we need to have more. I need more format. More <laughs> format. All right, so what is uh, all right, so we, we ready? We starting, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. The okay. first one
6: we have up, uh, Nori. Is which type of sushi ingredient? uh, Eel. (laughs) Mm -mm, No.
1: Oh, it's it's eel eggs.
6: No. Fish eggs. No. No. Three times. Four times. No. I think about as a rapper. Jeremiah Jeremiah. i I'm
1: like, the runny ding? I don't know.
6: It's N-O-R-I. Make sure I'm saying it right. Nori is which type of sushi ingredient? Because I did not know this one
1: nori right. is which type of seaweed. salmon eggs oh
6: jeremiah like the bible after 10 minutes we should have on. it? <laughs> seaweed it's yes. seaweed nori is seaweed
1: yes I never I was, was gonna like get that fish yes fish. Okay. that was a
6: good one see we, we good stepping call, up the ball because i was
1: only thinking of the fish all right all jeremiah
6: all right. one uh let's see okay. if amanda Ooh. seals can bring it back with this next one <laughs> louis armstrong was a master of which brass trumpet
1: Oh, Jeremiah, okay. like the book? uh
6: uh-uh, I was first. No. Okay, it's your show. Uh, we, we gonna said let Trumpet you... first. Because <laughs> on Friday, I'll be like, I was first, but we're we going to let you rock. Amanda Steele. No, Stale. I
1: absolutely said Trumpet
6: first. <laughs> uh, we'll review it in the post, but Amanda okay. Steele, you get that one. <laughs> All right, so. I said chop it before you even finished his name. Jump it. Let's go ahead with this tiebreaker right here. This is the final question, and the winner will take home everything with this one. I'm excited to see who will get this one. <laughs> In what ocean is the Bermuda Triangle? Korea. Atlantic. No, uh,
1: Atlantic. Oh, I think Jeremiah, oh. like
6: the Bible, got that first. He
2: said Atlantic it first.
1: Was, it was a tie. But I'll give it to him. I'll okay. give
2: it to him. Because so- Caribbean is like the sea. It Caribbean Sea. The sea. No, the Atlantic. It,
1: no, yeah. it's not even in the Caribbean Sea. It's in the Atlantic. Jeremiah, like let's
6: give him his flowers today. He
2: finally won one. We're
1: going to give him his flowers. <laughs> Jeremiah likes the Bible. It was a tie, but I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it. There we go. <laughs>
6: Congratulations, guys.
1: Thank you. Thank you, DJ Supreme. Always, you know, testing our knowledge, our knowledge, our knowledge. We got to call it when we get back. Don't go anywhere. See Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. If you missed anything, you can check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. And we are always taking calls. Remember, Every Friday we do things I learned this week. And one of my favorite things is to hear what you learned this week. All right. I know y'all be on this internet all damn day, TikTok, mm-hmm. Instagram, et cetera. You see things that you were like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Well, baby, I want you to share that with me. So call me up, one Amanda 8 1855 262 6328 You know, they say sharing is caring. They're not talking about like just cookies and money. They're talking about knowledge. All right. So call me up. Let's go to the phone lines.
5: How you doing? My name is Savan Moore. I'm the newly elected District 2 trustee in HISD in Houston, Texas. I am a father of three. I know everyone is debating about the children, whether it's the teacher's fault or the parents' fault. It's not right. about assigning blame. Children's reading levels can be influenced by various factors, including both parents and teachers. Collaboration between parents and teachers, along with individualized support for each child can help improve reading skills. Never forget that those in the inner city, they're working multiple jobs. They have all odds against them, but we as a community can help where they lack. And make sure that you watch, In Amanda We Trust. She was one of the people that inspired me to run for office and on my first time, I won. May God bless
1: you. Thank you so much. And congrats on winning that role. He actually uh, won a seat on the school board. Um, mm. So, you know, but it's true. It's true. And uh, he's speaking like a true uh, school board member right there. Like <laughs> you heard the rhythm of the talk. <laughs> yes. We need to all be a part of this. Because
2: <laughs> We saw that we in it. Florida. we like the, the school, not the school, the church. They started doing the AP African-American courses for the community. So there's resources
1: that's it 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 really does take a village especially when like the people who are in charge of the village are like y'all can't read in the village no more so right there's that. Remember, you can always be like him and give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And you can check out my political comedy documentary that he referenced, In Amanda We Trust, at inamandawetrust.com. We'll be right back at The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. we up. we are. We are. On a Wednesday Gotta listen, laugh, and learn though Gotta get y'all a word for the day Okay? The word of the day is Tenebrous
2: Tenebrous, tenebrous, tenebrous What's the part of speech?
1: Tenebrous, uh, adjective
2: Adjective Um, is this someone who is (laughs) Like, uptight? I feel like someone that's tenebrous is very like Hmm, like very stuffy
1: That you know what that sounds like, an actual like that. I I can see how sometimes I'm like Jeremiah, where would you even (laughs) get that? Um, but I do feel like that does have something to it, but actually, that is not the case. Um, tenebrous actually means um, dark, unlit places Mm. or things that are difficult to understand. The use of the things that are difficult to understand was like a weird way. I'm trying, I'm like, oh, like the like literally like the explanation of the word tenebrous is tenebrous
2: <laughs> right so i mean like something like, something that's like convoluted like kind of like murky like certain concepts of like i understand what you're saying but it's so much it's not clear to me it's very um blurry it's like
1: convoluted yeah. or like confusing okay right. i'll give you that i'll give you that there we go all right so what do we got coming up this hour
2: Coming up this hour, we have politicians say the darndest things. It's back. Because it's, it's every day we do it. Also, in case yeah. you missed it, it's 60 Second Headlines, plus the big up letdown. Them folks selling them tickets and reselling them. We on y'all. I get the letdown this week.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's how it's going down. All right. You know what to do. Keep here, right here at one eight five five Amanda 8. That's 1 262 6328. All my DC people, I'll be screening my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust in DC on October 7th at the Because They're Funny Festival. It's going down. All right. It's going down at 1 p.m. at Union Stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be screening the documentary, but I'm also going to be doing some political comedy trivia with you guys. You can win free stuff and I will also be doing a Q&A. So it's going to be a whole thing. All you got to do is go to becausethey'refunny.com Or you can go to my website, AmandaSeals.com and get your tickets. And if you want to hear this show, all you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcast and try and put in the Amanda Seals show. So a lot of Amanda in your space. All right. All you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcast and check out the Amanda Seals show. We do a daily podcast out of the show every day. That's what daily means, Amanda. Come on. It's time to listen, laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seals show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals and it is time For politicians say the darnest things. All
2: right, y'all. So today we have a repeat offender. Oh, Lord. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, she had this to say to the entire 2024 Republican presidential primary field to drop out. Let's take a listen.
4: I've been with President Trump from day one and I always will be. I've also been telling everyone in Washington, D.C. that President Trump will win the primary. I said that before he even declared he was running again. We all knew he would come back. And now to everyone's shock and awe in Washington, President Trump is dominating the primary. We can already say it's pretty much over. And every single candidate should drop out, apologize, and they should endorse
1: President Trump.
2: Not apologize.
1: I don't even have anything to say.
2: <laughs> you know um, what I found out, Amanda? I did not know this, so. Apparently, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene went to South Forsyth High School. I'm like, why do I know Forsyth County? And it's because, I don't remember the episode of Oprah, where she went to Forsyth County. And it was, like, a county where, like, Black people hadn't lived in, like, decades because they ran out of Black people. Oh, had, my goodness. And she even had to, like, leave. Her and her, her, her camera had to, like, leave before, like, sundown. It was a whole thing. Oh, the like, sundown oh. town. Yeah, I'm like, this makes so much sense. That so Marjorie Taylor Greene
1: Green is from a sundown town.
2: Or you <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> there you have it. I mean, I, I have nothing to say. She's She doesn't deserve any of my time. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming, reclaiming my time. Uh, hit me up 1 855 Amanda eight. We got the big up let down coming up at the Amanda Seal show. The Amanda Seal show. We up. We up. We up. everybody had a good time with us right here at the Amanda Seal show on this lovely Wednesday. Uh, Jeremiah, tell the people what they missed.
2: Well, we talked about 50 Cent's new business venture. You know, it goes down in the valley, but now it's going down the D apparently <laughs> with um, 50 uh, Cent's the strip damn. club. Also, Leslie Jones said that, you know, Planned Parenthood really saved her life. She had three abortions mm-hmm. because she didn't know about like proper um, contraception and they helped yeah. her out. The mayor in Dallas, y'all, swippin parties. flipping parties like they flipping burgers. Who does it? They do it in Texas, apparently. Um, also, Democrats are running on abortion, even in Kentucky, because at this point, it's all hands on deck. And we can't afford to, you know, mince words, even in red states.
1: Gotta be very clear and specific with the messaging. And for Democrats, they have to be extreme as the republicans who are very clearly saying we want a fascist dictatorship we want a white nationalist government we want to suppress education like they're gonna have to be as extreme but with things that are actually going to change people's lives right so abortion supporting unions And they really need to come with a very clear directive for black people. I really feel like if the Democrats can gather themselves up and come up with a very clear directive that is specifically for black people, one that they can actually do something about, not just talking, but do something about, right, then they will see a huge shift. There's been a lot of just kind of median talk and a lot of black people feel unenergetic about voting because they're like, well, they're not doing anything specifically for us. And they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Like there should be specific bills for black people because there were specific laws against black people. They're not wrong. The frustrating part though, is that we are still in a transition phase of trying to get out of crisis mode. And sometimes, you know, it's it's hard to see through the other side of that, right? To know what actually to do, because you're in crisis mode. But as somebody who is not in the government, but has been watching it, that would be a way for y'all to get out of crisis mode just saying. Alright, um, you know, that's my thoughts. Coming up on Thursday's show, we have another round of six-second Headlines, but it's it's group chat day. And what I've been talking about is being now back up in the single mix and what is it like out here in these streets? But I, I want to hear from you guys. From all of y'all who have been out here in these single streets, are you on apps or are you just chilling by yourself? Are you choosing to be single? Have you had any wild stories happen while you was out here in these new single streets? Because baby, it's a mess. It's a mess, Call me up one eight five five man to eight call me up one eight five five two six two six three two eight we're also gonna be talking about uh most likely to with jeremiah like the bible and more so remember we will see you tomorrow right here at the amanda Seal show we are each other's business when we look out for each other we lift each other up the amanda Seal
5: show we up. we up. we are, we are.